0: A show from the new york city chapter of the democratic socialists of america recorded live at wbai 99.5 in brooklyn every tuesday at five rpm is about doing the work the work to build a democratic socialist future every week hear the latest news analysis and organizing experience from
1: the minds and hearts of activists fighting every day in nyc join the movement at socialists
2: Hey, what's up, New York City? This is Amy Wilson. Welcome to New Year's Rockin' Eve with Revolutions Per Minute, live from the new WBAI studios. Revolutions Per Minute is a socialist radio show and podcast from members of the New York City Democratic Socialists of America. The Democratic Socialists of America is the largest socialist organization in the United States, with 56,000 members nationwide. NYC DSA is its biggest chapter. We are run by our 5,500 plus members and organizers who are working together to build democratic socialism in all five boroughs. I'm an organizer with the DSA of North Brooklyn and I use she and her pronouns. 2020 will be an enormously important year for our socialist movement. Socialists across the country are working on campaigns to strengthen tenant protections, organize workplaces, abolish prisons, fight pipelines and other forms of extractivism, build public banks and worker-owned cooperatives, and, of course, to elect socialists to office at all levels, from local school boards to the presidency of the United States. Woohoo! All of this is very exciting, and the possibilities are limitless. Yet, here at the end of December 2019, it's also true that the world around us feels dark. We remember and hold in our hearts all the people who are facing the violence of patriarchal capitalism, whether that be at our U.S. border, in the carceral system, or in their own homes and neighborhoods. This violence is real, and so is our commitment to fighting back against it however we can. This darkness wears us down. It wears me down. It can be hard keeping up the motivation to do what is required to build a well-organized left in the United States. Two things that help me personally keep going forward into the future are two things we'll be celebrating on today's episode, togetherness and hope. On today's New Year's Eve special, you're invited to join us to share your socialist hopes for 2020. These hopes and the power we have to make them come true through collective action are lighting the way forward into our better world. So here on this last day of 2019, let's take a moment to celebrate our dreams. You're listening to Revolutions Per Minute on listener-sponsored WBAI in NYC, broadcasting at 99.5 FM and streaming on your favorite podcast app. I'm Amy Wilson, and here with me for today's New Year's Eve special episode is Jack Devine and Lee Zishi. Hi. I'm so happy that we're all here together. What's
0: good, New York?
3: <laughs> it just took a year, and now we got
2: all three of us together. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. on the same
0: show. Is, that, is this the first time?
2: Yes. It is the first time. I think there's been combinations of maybe two out of the three. But I don't think there's ever been the three of us here at the same time. And, Leah, we were talking over text about how this is like Captain Planet. <laughs> uh, and Jack and I are, are both the power of heart. <laughs> and you are. I don't know. I never A, watched Captain, Captain Planet. Planet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're literally Captain Planet. <laughs> uh, so uh, today on the show, what we're going to do is we're going to have um, some folks here in the studio, um, our esteemed, my esteemed co-hosts, uh, some of the people who, whose voices you may not know, may not have heard on Revolutions Per Minute, but are integral parts of how we do um, what we're able to do here. And then we'll have some friends stopping by, and hopefully we'll also have some friends um, over the phone lines because um, in just a minute we're going to open our phone lines we're going to be taking calls uh, from the public um, from our dsa comrades or fellow travelers out there in wbai world and uh, we hope that you'll join us uh, to share a hope that you have for 2020 so to kick us off would either of you like to share
3: yeah, I mean, so uh, the very first show I hosted and, and produced um, was about climate action um, in the beginning of 2019. And, you know, this upcoming decade is the last decade we really have left to take climate action. So, um, yeah, so, you know, I'm, I think I'm very equally um You know, filled with hope and, you know, a certain amount of despair because I think, you know, in this last year, um, you know, we've seen a lot of climate action, yet at the same time, we're still fighting a lot of the same things that we were fighting in the beginning of 2019. You know, I left the first show that I co-hosted um, to film some farmers who were blockading a frack gas power plant with a tractor mm-hmm. um, and, you know, just a couple like a month and a half ago, they had to shut down that construction again. You know, so we're still fighting a lot of the same things um, but I think we're seeing such a growing movement, um, both with you know, the eco-socialist working group um, of the New York City DSA fighting to take back our power in 2020, like literally uh, they're going to be taking on Con Ed and National Grid and trying to take on our utilities Um, but also like the youth movement I think Mm -hmm. is one of the most inspiring things Um, on that very first show we did in January um, of this year we interviewed Alexandra Villasenor and so she was inspired by Greta Thunberg to join a climate strike, she was you know 12 years old I think at the time or 13 years old um, and you know started striking at the UN every week and um, RPM was actually the first interview view she ever did. Right. And then when there was this massive, massive climate strike in, in New York this year, you know, she was on CNN and all these places. And, you know, I've been on stage with Leonardo DiCaprio now. Um, so one, just, you know, uh, I think a you shout out.
0: Watch
3: out. Yeah, well, a shout out to us to like Ooh. reaching out to organizers who are, you know, before they're like big name organizers and stuff. But I think that movement of young people and I think that recognition, you know, I've been doing climate work for a long time. And when I was marching, you know, you're seeing like 10 year olds with signs that say like capitalism Cause climate change. Mm. Um, So, for me, that's a very hopeful thing that, you know, as we're running out of time to actually take climate action, that we're seeing the movement that we need, you know, not just to address these, you know, greenhouse gas emissions, but to actually address the root causes, which are, you know, an extractive form of capitalism. So, for me, that's, you know, one thing I'm definitely looking forward to in in 2020 and and covering that movement and um, doing it in a way that highlights the organizing, that highlights the community building.
2: Absolutely. And um, for For those who have listened to RPM over the course of this year, they'll certainly have heard you um, on that beat, right? On the climate justice, on the eco-socialism beat. So... um as you're looking forward into 2020, um, what would you say are some of the major campaigns that people should be watching out for that we're, we can anticipate covering here on RPM? Yeah, so we'll continue to cover the youth climate strikes. I think those are only going to
3: grow and get bigger. And then the um, DSA Eco-Socialist Working Group, um, we've covered their campaigns for public power um, over this year. And in the beginning of next year, in the beginning of the legislative session here in New York, they'll actually be putting forth legislation to... Um, Um, you know, take over Con Ed and National Grid. Um, Both those companies right now want to raise our rates And spend hundreds of millions of our hard earned dollars on expanding frack gas pipelines. Mm. Uh, National Grid is currently constructing a pipeline in uh, Bushwick right now that will then go through Greenpoint um, and Williamsburg. Um, You know, I think that's a fight that the North Brooklyn um, chapter is definitely going to get involved in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think for a lot of people, the climate fight has been very abstract. You know, it's hard to, you know, it's like, oh, these big companies, like, how do we take on Exxon? Well, in 2020, 2020, you know, the fight for climate justice is going to be happening in the streets of North Brooklyn to shut down this pipeline. Um, so that's something that we'll definitely be covering and, you know, the bigger picture of just literally taking back our utilities. I mean, we pay so much money so that, sh- you know, Con Ed shareholders, that National Grid shareholders um, can make money. And so I think this, it's this really exciting thing where we're literally going to be taking back our power in 2020 and, you know, Revolutions Per Minute will be right there covering covering all of it.
0: Yeah, awesome. You're, you've been highlighting uh, by focusing on climate in particular, it's like this hope and despair is on at the same time. We... Um one of my favorite historians, Eric Hobsbawm, and I would always recommend people read his work, uh, though it may take some time. Uh, He wrote an autobiography, Interesting Times, and he's somebody who in his teenage years, and uh, compared to most historians, actually lived an interesting life, uh, like fought against the Nazis in the streets of Berlin. Mm -hmm. And living in interesting times is a blessing and a curse. There is more potential for both disaster and horror than we've ever really known with the specter of climate change. But there is a real potential of hope to transform the society that we live in. And people have been living through horror on a day-to-day basis um, for all of human history. And I think we're really at the precipice, I hope, of something that can powerfully transform the material conditions and the social relations of people's lives.
2: Would you say that's your hope for 2020?
0: Uh, I guess I could uh, frame it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I guess there's the, um, the elephant in the room. Um, well, there's an elephant and then I guess a donkey, although we, we don't really like the donkeys that much, but, um, there's the 2020 election and I'm very hopeful about the Sanders campaign. I think. There's a lot that it can do to really bring working class politics more into the mainstream center socialism. His policies are great. I mean, I love seeing Grandpa Bernie up there on TV. But I think it's also an important opportunity for socialists to, one, recognize that we have to uh, fight and organize beyond the electoral sphere. That we saw somebody in the UK this past month with a great platform great ideas but they didn't win mm. the forces of vulgar nationalism are really hard to defeat and like fascism is on the march trump is on the ballot and he needs to be defeated and the only way we can defeat trumpism and all that in the long term is building a social base and we have to do that through the electoral sphere but we have to do that in our workplaces in our homes in uh, energy facilities and i and we're seeing that happening so my hope is to see that happen more and more and more
2: yeah seconded um i would say that my hope speaking personally uh beyond what i feel is sort of a i don't know as a host of a show that has its hands in many different of dsa's campaigns and projects and and that's something that I love about it. Um, but as me, Amy Wilson, who is also an organizer in, in DSA, as are all of us um, here who work on the show, um, my hope for 2020 is that we see our socialist movement really fully and full-heartedly and full-throatedly engage with the movement for abortion access. I think that is so important. Um, I think that we cannot build power in the working class if people don't have reproductive freedom uh, to choose what happens with their bodies and with their choice to have children or to not have children. That's fundamental to my vision of a socialist project. And unfortunately, uh, abortion access is very much on the ropes right now. There are states where the last existing legal abortion clinics are struggling to survive and uh, here in new york as well um, a lot of people think that uh, this is a liberal bubble um, clearly it's not we know that but a lot of people think that and they think oh you know far-right uh, anti-abortion organizing isn't happening in new york city and i'm here to tell you it is happening in New York City. It's very scary. Um, and there are people who are organizing to fight back against it here in New York City and um, across the country as part of a mass movement. It's called the Mass Strike for Reproductive Freedom. I'll say it again. It's called the Mass Strike for Reproductive Freedom. Google it. Check it out. There's a webinar on January 11th. <laughs> uh, and uh, keep listening to RPM because I'm certain that we'll be covering that, that type of organizing.
0: I think, well, we might be able to describe New York as a liberal bubble, but the thing about liberal bubbles is that they're easily pierced by the forces of reaction. So we need a socialist hand t- together to fight back against it.
2: <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. it My works. bad
0: metaphor attempt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Something tells me that's not going to be the last bad metaphor we hear here on uh, Revolutions for a Minute.
0: i <laughs> will be hosting in the future, so <laughs> get ready to hear them.
2: Uh, So we are going to open the phones a little bit earlier this uh, week than we otherwise would because we want to make sure that those listening can also participate um, in our sort of group vision session for the socialist <laughs> movement of, of 2020. Um, but before we get to that point, I want to invite two of our comrades who are also sitting in the studio uh, to say hello if you want to. No pressure. Uh, so it takes a lot of work to keep Revolutions Per Minute running, uh, to do a weekly radio show, and we have comrades who do that work um, behind the scenes. So we want to make sure that they're uh, acknowledged and appreciated. Do you want to say Hello? Shake yes, nod. Come on. Come on over here. Okay, so coming to the mic. We have Ethan and we have Jarvis. I'll give them a second to get settled in.
0: Not the first time that Ethan's voice has been heard on Revolutions Per Minute. Greetings, local socialists. <laughs> um, Ethan, he, him. I am uh, New York City DSA is
4: social media coordinator um for our citywide social media uh assets.
2: And what branch are you with, Ethan? Oh,
4: but, uh I am nominally with the North Brooklyn branch, uh although I started off in Lower Manhattan where I was born and raised. Cool
0: and why is having someone work on social media so crucial and important not you know, i mean at, sometimes it's uh weird to talk about yourself but i i think we all uh, acknowledge and recognize the really important work that you do to keep gsa out there in twi- the twitter and facebook spaces and remind people of what's happening on the streets
4: yeah yeah um so you know obviously we uh I think, uh, you know, with the rise of individuals like, uh, you know, Mike Bloomberg and other uh, multimillionaires and billionaire types who are, uh, you know, have a hand in the various media pies um, throughout not only New York City, but as well as the rest of the country, um, it's dramatically important that, uh, you know, socialists as well as other people who operate, um, you know, on the left are able to take as much advantage of social media platforms as possible in order to get the word out about organizing uh, activism and uh, you know the things we care about to as many people as 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 possible. Um, these companies aren't exactly on our side either. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times, uh, you know, uh, even working behind the scenes uh, on uh, NYC DSA social media things, we'll notice. Um, you know, that these networks have the tendency to throttle uh, events that we put up or, um, you know, if something has not caught fire at the right time, um, it can disappear into the ether of the Internet um, as things do. Um, but, uh, you know, it really is uh, one of the tools in a toolbox for Organizers these days, um, for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we in NYC DSA have really tried to do a good job of focusing not only on what we can do with social media as far as, um, you know, driving turnout to our events and, 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 and in an informational capacity, um, you know, informing people about various issues and, and things of that nature, um, but also to, you know, do the sort of um... organizing work that sometimes you can only do online mm-hmm. um... uh... you know we uh... you know this is we are a movement of uh, disparate number uh, of people who come from different backgrounds. Um, we all have different time constraints. Um, some of us live and, and work in places, uh, you know, in different time zones and things like that. So the internet and social media offers us a way to do, um, you know, a really distributed sort of organizing, um, to interact with other organizers in other movements and build relationships with them online in a digital fashion, um, share resources, share information, share, Expertise and specialized knowledge, um, basically trying to break down those barriers as much as we can between the the various movements that like intersect with one another, um, so as to create the best possible um, front that can, in some ways, uh, overcome the kind of uh, shenanigans that some of these media companies, uh, social media. uh, Mass media and otherwise engage in to sort of squelch that kind of message. Um, So, yeah, like uh, my hope for the future, I'd say, is to, you know, continue in that regard. Um, You know, we definitely have a lot of work to do in media uh, as far as um, taking it back from some of the force, the capitalist forces that have dominated it and continue to. Um, uh, There are there's a distinct monopoly uh, that is occurring and consolidation that continues to occur to this very day. Um, and it's great to be able to have places like WBAI, uh, RBM, and uh, you know, uh, uh, more, more public sources of information and, uh, that folks can, can really hear about things that
0: uh, mass media may give short shrift to. I think that's a really important thing to highlight, especially at being on here on WBAI, that, yeah, social media platforms are things that are more open than... Other corporate media entities like we're not going to get the space on CNN that we want. So we use we, you know, we engage in the spheres of struggle that we can. And that includes in media. Um, but it also highlights, like you were saying, that sometimes data can be manipulated against causes that Twitter or Facebook doesn't want. So we need uh working-class media institutions like WBAI, they're community-controlled and public so that we can really provide a sort of counter-institution, a counter-power block to capital's power in media.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I think that we wouldn't want to be on CNN, right? We wouldn't want to be on CNN. We're, we're building something that's alternative to that. You can call it counter-hegemony. You can call it dual power. You can call it the master's tools will never dismantle the master's house. But we're working and we're trying to bust out of the framework that is this sort of all-consuming um, material reality that, as you say, Ethan, Media it is consolidated, right? That's a fact of our lives. And I think calling attention to that is one, is one part of the work. And then building something that's alternative to that is another part of the work. And then of course also working within that structure to help reform and reduce the harm of that structure is also very important. And I wouldn't want to discount that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, sidebar, something, I, <laughs> when we say dual power, I'm always like, why can't it be more than two? Right?
0: Why not both?
4: No,
2: no. Why not like all?
0: Well, I think it's in. I think it's a reference to class struggle in terms of like capital, proletariat.
2: But, yeah, yeah. I, I I hear that. I hear that. But I just think you always got to smash the binary. If you find a binary, smash it. Let's move on. Yeah. Jarvis. <laughs> uh, Jarvis, would you like to say uh, hello a little bit about yourself?
5: Certainly. Jarvis Hunt, he, him.
2: Just closer to the mic. A
5: little closer to the mic. Okay, I see. Uh, Just a minor scale on the great beast of WBAI. Um, A small part of the scheduling here and there. I mean, administrative work is really important,
0: though. We I, we need those meetings; uh, otherwise, we would not know what we're going to be saying when we come on the radio.
2: <laughs> yeah, we usually don't know what we're saying when we come on the radio, <laughs> anyway. Though, uh, no, Jarvis, um, I, I think that you you've you've been with us since what, uh, like this fall, right? Around on that, time. that,
0: yes. End of the summer, I think we we met. Uh, with him and Kyle, who is, uh, moved on to, I, I won't say greener pastures, other red pastures, uh, in the electoral working group, um, met with Jarvis and got him looped in because, uh, it's really crucial. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. Like, you know, I gotta, it's, it's nice. I gotta get on the radio and talk to people and that's all fun, but none of this happens, whether it's this show or other forms of organizing without the really incredible work that people do. Not just in our organization, DSA, but in all kinds of socialist organizations where people are really putting in a lot of effort and not um, getting seen for that. So we just want to make sure that everyone recognizes uh, what you're doing is really important. Mm
2: -hmm. And um, what is your socialist hope for
5: 2020? Well, I'd uh, certainly like to see at least something of the cult of personality around the vague popular technocrats like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos <laughs> sort of crack a little bit uh in some way. Uh in in that it serves not just as a reminder that capitalism has seized and owns the means of production, but it's also put a patent on future means of production as well. Um mm. I'd like to see at least crack in that mirror. That'd be quite nice and uh I think keep me warm and cheery during the winter months. I, f- I feel like Elon Musk has been trying to punch the
0: mirror, but uh, maybe he hasn't cracked for enough people yet.
2: <laughs> so, Jarvis's hope if uh, for 2020 is down with Elon Musk. Who else?
5: Uh, I guess similar forms of the sort of like the, the shiny future of California and similar things like that. Mm-hmm. Sort of um, the Playboy technocrat.
2: Would you word. say Jeff Bezos oh, in most this category? No, certainly, yeah, absolutely.
5: Okay. Probably a little bit more so. Um,
2: yeah, because he's bald. And that's what you need to be, like an evil villain technocrat, right? Not to offend any bald listeners out there in WPAI world. Uh, You can tell me I'm wrong when we open the phones. But I would posit that being bald makes you more villainous when you are a villainous technocrat. What do you say to that, Jarvis?
5: I'd say that's some some complicated theory. (laughs) To to do some further reading, we'll we'll see what the... um the bald ideology <laughs> says on that.
2: Very diplomatic. It is like it's a Lex, <laughs> Lex Luthor type
0: though. I think you're hitting on something. It's you know it's not uh, absent. There are a lot of amazing bald people out there. Name one doing-
2: amazing bald person.
3: Um
2: Lee's got yeah, an amazing I have bald two person. Two amazing bald
3: uncles who have alopecia, and I guess one of them worked for a gas company for a little bit. But they're very lovely guys. So, uh, what are their names? Uh, my uncle Danny and my uncle Tommy. Okay. <laughs> Probably not listening in
2: Pittsburgh, but we love you anyway.
0: I just don't want to call anyone out for being bald. You know, I, there's a lot of great bald people I know, but I'm not going to throw them under the bus on live radio.
2: All right, thanks, Lee, for shouting out uh, Uncle Danny, Uncle Tommy. Um, Jarvis, is there, is there anything else you want to say about your? hope streams for for 2020 or your work on rpm
5: um i suppose that uh everybody stays warm everybody stays safe everybody stays uh committed and has an opportunity to either assist in these alternative politics or the wild wide world of alternative radio and um i don't know just has a good day tomorrow I guess
2: (laughs) awesome thank you
5: a good day tomorrow but a terrible year no
2: (laughs) we're having a good year that is the point of this that is the point of the show and one thing that I will say for Jarvis is that his email manner all these emails that he's sending to help us have production meetings and things like that will always be the most unfaultingly polite things he's always telling us to have a a happy Wednesday or a joyous autumn or (laughs) things of that nature okay I promise that you could call in uh, and say hello to us and share your hopes. Um, So we're going to go ahead and do that. I'll give you the uh, call-in number um, and then um, hopefully some of you will want to call in. Uh, Then after that, we'll hear from um, some organizers, some friends of the show who are also here in person. So if you would like to share a socialist hope for 2020 with us, um, the organizers of New York City DSA, please call 212- two zero nine two eight seven seven that's two one two two zero nine two eight seven seven
0: and if you want to share anything that isn't hope you know we won't cut you off from the radio no. it's, it's you're allowed you're still allowed to call in uh we'll just have to turn your frown upside down that's, that's
2: true. okay <laughs> all right <laughs> if you don't have hope give us a call and we'll challenge you to find something that makes you feel hopeful
0: it's all right to have momentary despair but we'll make sure that you're no longer feeling that way absolutely that's the power of radio and especially wba oh we got somebody Oh, we
2: got somebody hello
6: Hi, how are you? Happy New Year.
2: Happy New Year to Happy you. New Year. Uh, who am I speaking with?
6: Oh, I, I always like to go anonymous in case the uh, secret government is listening to us now. Uh, I do like to say anonymous, but I am in the New York uh, City region.
2: Mm-hmm. What's your socialist hope for 2020, caller?
6: Um, well, when you say socialist, do you define that as, you know, to help all the 7 billion people on the earth that really... We're ha- we're, we're, what what we'd have to do is go against human nature which is greed which is the self you know as the president he's all about money ego mm, so
2: you're asking he's us not- so caller you're asking us to define socialism for you is that right well
6: well, well, well when you say a socialist you know that that's a that's a term that i uh i think is 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 a uh, optimistic view
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this do is do, uh, this is Revolutions Per Minute. We are a weekly show, actually. We're here on this time slot uh, every week, and we're from the Democratic Socialists of America. So we're a bunch of people here in this room who actually spend a lot of time thinking about what's the definition of, of socialism. Um, but if that word is, is tricky for you, then um, what is a, a hope that you have um, for the future of humanity or the future of the left in the next year, if you wouldn't mind sharing? All
6: right, I would love to share, uh, but I've listened to your uh, show before, and I was always, uh, was, you know, RPM, and then it was revolutions per minute. And it's an interesting, catchy uh, 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 title for the show, and um, you know, it, it's it's hopefully going to get better, but has I mean, it seems that it's just not to to be so pessimistic, but since about. Uh, Kennedy dying you know both Kennedy's dying and Robert Kennedy like was this so socialist? I do have so we
2: do have some other people on okay. the line uh, okay, okay. and I'll, if you have, have a hope I'd love I'll to hear up. it
6: okay it, it is pretty hopeless when you have someone like Robert Kennedy who wanted to maybe make change they're killed mm. it's hard there's a there's a system that doesn't want socialism and, and that's the path it, it's almost impossible that we're going to fight them and it's probably going to get worse so I hate to say it's so hopeless but it's uh, it's human nature and oh, how we well,
2: it? thanks so much for listening and thanks so much okay. for calling in I think we're going to go to our next caller I would like
6: to address some of the points no before. I think
2: we're going to go to the next caller All right. <laughs> hello you're on with revolutions per minute who am I speaking to
6: um hi, if it's me, this is Tim from New Jersey.
2: Oh, hi Tim. Thanks so much for calling in. What is your socialist hope for 2020?
6: My socialist hope is that we figure out a way to get the message out to more people. Mm. Because we're hopelessly behind in that and it freaks me out. Well, I think that there's things like your show are just absolutely terrific. And uh, it makes me very happy to listen to it. And I happen to normally catch it during drive time, so mm-hmm. it makes me even happy with my commute. Oh. <laughs> I tell you.
2: Well, thank you so and, much, uh, Tim. So, that's... that's it.
6: Yeah, I just hope we can figure out where way to get the word out to more people, and I'm willing to help out.
2: Wonderful. Thank you so much for listening and calling in. That's a great hope for for 2020. Uh, Engineer
7: Ken, do we have anybody else? Okay, let's do it. That's start. me. Oh, hello. Who am I speaking Hi. with? Hi. You're speaking with Audrey. Hi, Audrey. And um, great show. I just have to comment it because it, it hurts my head to hear silly, stupid stuff. The gentleman that wanted to be anonymous, does he know anything about the Internet and, and everything? Yes, he does. That was, I like, call totally ridiculous. But um, uh, as far as um, what's left and what's right, I don't understand that. But um, hope is something that no longer exists. It's going to exist if we stop hoping and just do. I applaud you. You, 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 you. you. I have to say youth because I'm two years over 70, and I love saying that because I was one of the baby boomers, and mm-hmm. retirement ain't all that bad. But anyway, um, I applaud you and getting the message out, but as far as communicating with people, like this, um last gentleman said we have to connect more. Yes, we do, but we have to not, we can still hope it. I, I, I hope to, to collect my pension. I'm just being silly, but um well, Audrey, thank it's you. It's more of a, a dream and something that's going to um, stand true. And Stand Strong, I got you guys
2: back. Thank you, Audrey. That's really sweet of you. Thank you so much for calling. And um, If it helps, I was uh, reading about hope earlier today, and I, I read a really great quote, uh, which I'm going to misquote um, now, but it was, hope is a door, hope is a, a pathway out of uh, the present moment. So it's not necessarily uh, knowing every step that you have to take it's the knowledge of the existence of an alternative to the present moment no matter how dark it may seem so that really uh, struck a chord with me maybe it strikes a chord with you as well um, I think we have time for one more call uh, and then uh, we will open the phones back up a little bit later so uh, let's hear from our next caller hello you're on with revolutions for a minute who am I speaking to
7: Hi, it's Christine. hi Christine Um, My hope is um, Bernie or Elizabeth Warren in and Trump out.
2: Great. (laughs) Uh, I'll drink to that. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Happy New Year. Okay, so, uh, thanks everybody for calling in. If you didn't get a chance, uh, to speak on air this time, uh, we will open the phones again, um, in just a bit. But we do have some guests who are in the studio, uh, with us, who I'd love to, uh, bring up to the microphone. Uh, let's start with my friend in the amazing, uh, leopard print velour tracksuit, Emma Claire Foley. Get on up here, Emma Claire. So, we'll let Emma Claire settle in, get her headphones, get her mic. Great. Hello.
8: Hello, everybody. Can you hear my tracksuit?
2: <laughs> yes, loud and clear. Good. Okay. Loud and clear. Okay. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your involvement with DSA, and uh, your hope uh, for the socialist future in 2020.
8: So, I have been in. DSA for a few years. I've been in NYC DSA for a little bit over a year since I moved here. And for most of that time, uh, up to now, I've been on the organizing committee for the healthcare working group. So uh, a lot of what we're doing is working on uh, Medicare for All um at the, at the sort of national level, um, we're also doing work on the New York Health Act at the state level, um, supporting a variety of other campaigns uh, relating to health justice and things like that. Um, so as I'm sure you all know, there's a lot going on. Uh, with healthcare support for Medicare for All, for single-payer health care has maybe never been higher in the U- United States, so this is going to be a really exciting year for us um, as we work on this issue kind of by itself and with the work with the Bernie campaign. Um, so I am stoked. Great. I am jazzed, to put it simply.
2: Good, well I'm glad to hear that. So um, I just heard you say that support for universal healthcare is as high as it's ever been. I think so. Um,
8: I love canvassing for Medicare for All. I love canvassing for single payer um, because it's i don't want to say it because it's so easy but um, and that's kind of what i want to say um... because you get into conversations with people really easily um... Every, where everybody you know has a story everybody has a reason um, that they might support a single-payer health care system that mm-hmm. they might support this movement toward um, making sure that everybody has the health care they need that they don't have to struggle to get it um, and that they're supported as they do that uh... so so I think as we move forward into 2020 as we're having more of these conversations um I'm just really excited to keep keep building support keep building connections and keep working um on Medicare for all and on you know working toward Socialism.
2: We're building socialism. Yay, we are building socialism, and it's great, one day at a time. Um, so w- when we look at Medicare for All, so Emma-Claire Foley has been on uh, RPM um, in the past. In fact, she was my first guest uh, on my first show uh, that I did. Uh, here, Wait, um, really? Back in April, yeah, the first one. That was the did first one that? That, that I did. Yeah, that was the f- my first hosting gig with with RPM. That's really special. Uh, it, yeah, it was really special, and um, I, I look back on that show fondly. And um, you know, uh, one thing that we talked about um, extensively during that conversation that I think makes sense here as well is that um, there's we talked about the intersectionality of healthcare, right? That people have bodies, bodies are categorized in a variety of ways that includes race that includes gender etc um, and that all of the messy things of those bodies are uh, encompassed by universal health care hopefully um, and so when we're here uh, in this kind of heterogeneous uh, group that we have in the studio we have a, a climate organizer, we have a social media organizer, we have a healthcare organizer sort of Metaphorically, it's, it's a similar thing that there's an intersection between all of the works, uh, work that we're doing. Um, and, uh, here on, uh, Revolutions Per Minute, again, that is what we, what we try to do. So, um, what are you listening to? You're listening to Revolutions Per Minute on listener sponsored WBAI, uh, in NYC, uh, broadcasting at 99.5 F- FM and streaming on your favorite podcast app. Uh, and WBAI is a listener supported station where very grateful um, to all of our fellow volunteer uh hosts and producers um, on the station it's a wonderful community to be a part of and uh something that we're very much looking forward to um deepening um in the next uh next year uh emma claire do you have anything else that you want to say perhaps uh uh, yeah anything else that you want to say i'll leave it open um,
8: no, not much. I'm just going to wish safety and solidarity to all our comrades in
2: the new year as uh, they do the work that they do. Thank you. Thank you so much Thank for you. coming in. Yeah. Okay. Um... Up next, we are going to bring in some of our comrades from a group without whom we could not do uh, what we do here at RPM. Every week, Tuesday at 5, it is their dulcet tones that signal the beginning of our show. Come on in. (laughs) Yeah, come on in. Uh, So we have some comrades from our New York City DSA sing in solidarity chorus. Have a seat. Come on in. Hi, thanks for having us. Yes, uh, so there's maybe more of you than mics, but come on in, share if you can.
1: Hey, great to be on.
2: And, uh, yeah, if you could just introduce yourselves one by one, name and pronouns, and your relationship with New York City DSA, and if you would like to share a socialist hope for 2020, you can share uh, that with us as well.
1: Hey, I'm Josh Meintuck, uh, he, him, he, him. Um, a DSA member and I am on the organizing committee of the chorus. And i usually okay, ask to go first. Um, well, I, I'm I, I'm hoping that with the choir we can sort of um, help kind of inspire the type of change that we need to to kind of pass the Green New Deal so we don't all die in ten years.
2: So Josh, let me um, ask you for more on that. In what way uh, does the work of the choir inspire other organizing?
1: Yeah, I mean, so there's sort of like a literal way where we'll, you know, we'll show up and help out at actions and protests. We'll kind of lend songs. Uh, I think that, like, if you look at like, you know, movements throughout history, there's always sort of like some kind of like artistic or cultural thing that kind of gets keep, keeps people sustained. Like, I think that it's tough to always be angry and 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 chanting. And I think that sort of kind of accessing. Uh, sort of like another level of emotions and, and sort of building solidarity and community is sort of important to kind of keep keep us sustained as people and, and kind of keep us um, um, engaged and, and motivated.
9: Great, yeah, absolutely. Well said. Anybody else? Uh, hi, I'm Justine uh, Medina, she, her. Um, I'm uh, a member of the the Queens Branch and I've done a lot of work with uh, DSA for electoral work um, and I'm a, a member of the choir um, and Socialist Hope for 2020 non-music related, though that was a very lovely answer um, is just uh, I'm really excited to see all the organizing that's going to develop post uh, Bernie's campaign because there's just a, a really huge volunteer infrastructure right now with like tens of thousands of people that's going to then be utilized um for all kinds of actions um from like fighting for the green new deal to like obviously like labor organizing and immigrants rights and all the things and i'm just really excited to sort of see that explode in a way that the um establishment is going to be shocked by
2: yeah right on right on
10: Hi, my name is Sean Riley. I'm on the organizing committee for the Sing in Solidarity Chorus. Um, uh, which is my primary involvement with DSA. Um, and I, I just wanted to tag on to Josh's answer, uh, talking about the work that the, the chorus does. Is I think, you know, burnout is, is real. And I've, I've seen a lot of people burn out over the last couple of years. And part of why I love working with the chorus so much is because I just, you know, music is so inspiring. And as Josh sh- said, there's music from every, protest movement, you know, I I can think of. And I think part of what the chorus is doing is is building a a community that is trying to take the inspiration that comes from that music and embed it within DSA so that we can have this in our organizing, have this in our community for years to come, and it can be a source of renewal uh, when people are feeling hopeless, when people are feeling tired, that it can help keep us going. And so uh, I think that you know that's some some of my hope for, for 2020. I, I would also, um, on on a slightly sl- different point, would love to see um, the coup government in Bolivia overthrown and Jeanette Anya's yeah. you know her her ass kicked out of that country um and if not Evo Morales then you know see the mass uh return to power in Bolivia that's one of my hopes, um, just some of the uh, resistance and pushback against the coup there has also been very inspiring.
2: Absolutely. And when we do talk about transnational movements or transnational solidarity, I think that music has a huge part in that because music is a universal language. And songs from other times, places, cultures uh, can have just as much power in our context as well. So I think that's something else that's really powerful that the chorus does.
10: Yeah, I absolutely agree with all of that
2: awesome thank you for being here and on the end there uh, would you like to introduce yourself hi yes my name is alexandra Zevin and i'm also a member of the
8: sing and solidarity um, organizing committee and um, that's my main contact with um, with dsa although i show up for a lot of different things and i don't know i just think i come to it through the arts and um, You know, anytime you want to go to protests and actions and picket lines and everything, you want to go with your friends. And the chorus is a great friend-building place (laughs) (laughs) and a place to be happy about social change,
2: which is what we really need to stay in it for the long run. Wonderful. Seconded. Absolutely. I wonder, not to put you all on the spot, but (laughs) I wonder if we could hear you sing.
10: Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. We we actually we anticipated this request <laughs> yes. and prepared a, a song.
2: <laughs> All right. Let me let me just uh, let me let me ID the station before we go into that, and then we'll hear your your song. Uh, so, what are you listening to? You are listening to Revolutions per Minute on listener sponsored WBAI. We're broadcasting at ninety nine point five FM. We're also streaming at WBAI.org, and you can find this show Revolutions per Minute. On um any podcast app that you care to use. And here we have um, on our New Year's Eve special, New Year's Rockin' Eve with Revolutions for a Minute, they're about to bring they're rockin'. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our Sing in Solidarity DSA chorus.
11: Rockin'. <laughs> <laughs> Step by step The longest march Can be won Can be won Many stones Can form an arch Singly none Singly none And by union What we will Can be Accomplished still Drops of water Turn sing me on, on step, step by step way.
2: Thank you so much. Uh, Would you like to tell us a little bit about that song does it have a, a interesting history? Josh um, arranged it. Go ahead. Oh
1: wow, wow. Um, so the song is called Step by Step. Um, so the text actually comes from um, this document from like this um, Welsh coal mining union, and um, and some someone was actually like going through like this this constitution and found these texts, and 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 they were they were talking with um, their their good friend um, Pete Seeger who you know, and, and <laughs> said like hey hey like what, what what's the tune for this? And and then they kind of talked about it, and they, they found the tune that fit it. And, and then they uh they made it a song,
2: beautiful, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you sounded great together, too,
1: yeah. And I was just thinking a little bit
10: on the on the way over here that you know, especially in the wake of especially in the wake of what happened with Corbin the other week it's it's you know inspiring and a symbol of resistance, and it's a song to ha- take heart in in dark times
2: absolutely and and that is what we need thank you thank you for bringing the light and hope of music <laughs> into our new year celebration thank you very much
1: our first time performing with four people in, uh, in the studio but it was uh, you know hopefully first of many <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely absolutely so we have only uh, 13 minutes left in our hour here on revolutions per minute uh, and what I'd like to do is maybe take uh, another call or two um, then I have a um, socialist poem uh, uh, to end our uh, our special with. Uh, and so let's see if there's anybody out there in Radio Land who might like to call in and uh, tell us a socialist hope for 2020. Uh, the number is 212-209-2877. Once again, that's 212-209-2877. Hi, you're on with Revolutions Per Minute. Who am I speaking with?
7: Hi, I'm Jan from Brunch.
2: Oh, hi, Jan. Thanks for calling. And what's your hope for 2020?
7: Well, um, I'd like to say that I hope, and it's a socialist hope, too, that people donate to the station Mm -hmm. to keep it alive for programs such as this. And I'd like to see people continue to fight. They don't have to fight for socialism, as far as I'm concerned, but fight for the... Ideas of the New Deal, and that's progress. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling.
2: That was lovely, um, and happy New Year to you. Do I have another caller? Hi, you're on with Revolutions per minute. Who am I speaking to? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Oh,
12: yeah, I made a wonderful Yes, my name is Kieran. Am I on?
2: Yes, you're on. Um, and what is your socialist hope for 2020? Good
12: to hear from you. Yes. Uh, I'm a uh a youth pastor and ally who works with the Native Native American community right here in the New Jersey and New York area Mm -hmm. and the the Rambo Nation and I'm just uh, encouraged and hoping that we'll continue to see uplifting of voices of indigenous people and that we'll continue to find better ways by self being a white ally a male ally to work together in a way that empowers everyone because we need their voices and as a couple people I work with say we are the 7th generation and I'm encouraged to see that rising up, but also to see groups like DSA you know so thank
2: you so much. Awesome. Thank you. thank you so much Olivia. for... for... And
12: people of the Amazon as well, who also are suffering right there right now.
2: Yes, yes, absolutely. So wait, what, did you say your name was Kieran?
12: Kieran, yes. I'm Irish uh, Celtic bot. So, and I do, and also do youth ministry with uh, young people in the, the Hudson River River, the Hikantuck area, which is the native name for it.
2: Wonderful. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for calling in and thanks for sharing your socialist hope for 2020. I think it's a great one. I hope we, we do are, we are able to work together to make it come true. You are a little bit breaking up, so I'll, I'll just repeat, um, what you said, which is that from what I, under, what I heard, you're a, a white ally who works with Native American communities and that you're hoping we can see, um, building power among indigenous communities for their own self-determination and their, and their own sovereignty. So, Absolutely seconded. Thank you so much for listening and calling in. Is this another person on the line? Hello, you're on with Revolutions per Minute. Uh what's your socialist hope for 2020?
13: Hi. Amy. Uh this is Ryan uh calling from Brooklyn.
2: Oh hi Ryan. Uh thanks <laughs> so much for calling in. Uh tell us I, I recognize my fellow DSA comrade. Tell us a bit about yourself, Ryan.
13: uh. <clears throat> uh Well, uh, I uh, work in food service and, uh, yeah, I'm a member of New York City DSA uh, and been enjoying the show. Um, uh, Laughed really hard at the bit about uh, bald villains. Um, (laughs) um, I was was trying to think of a, a good way to, like, put the sort of hope, but I guess it's I I hope that we can find a way, find more ways, um, and I'm sure this is kinda on everyone's minds a lot, but to to really like uh, make a vision of the future that for people kinda struggling in jobs and trying to just find a way to like have security, have basic security going into the future, that it's something that people in that position feel like they can do, they can take action into their own hands to like make that security Mm. and to that building, that building this future that we want can be kind of an active part of people's lives like that, I guess. I, I don't know if that's really clear, but I guess I'm thinking of, you see a lot of people on like social media promoting, you know, You can do this to get rich and secure your family. You can invest in real estate so that your family will, you know, have a future and you can send your kids to college, that kind of thing. Like, what would it take for socialism to be that kind of thing for people who are struggling right now to be the kind of thing where it's like, I want this because it will mean that my family and my future generations will have a good life and security and like a meaningful life, you know?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I I like what you're, I'm picking up what you're putting down, I think. And I think it's a version of, uh, a larger version of the theme that we're discussing on today's show, is sort of hope, light in the darkness. What if, how can we let that light of socialism shine further out yeah. into the horrible darkness of of the world? Uh, thank you so much for, for calling, Ryan. Uh, Happy New Year to you.
13: Happy New Year
2: thank you. So we're coming to the end of our time um, on Revolutions Per Minute in this year haha dad joke uh, uh, our first year of Revolutions Per Minute um, but we're very much looking forward to uh, 2020 on the show and um, in our movement. Um, to finish us up um, I'd like to um, eventually bring everybody who is on the show and who's in the studio um, here up gather at the mics and we'll do um, a happy new year from from all of us. Uh so while everybody's getting gathered and ready, um I do want to shout out um the Sing in Solidarity Chorus. Um their next rehearsal is on Monday, January 6th at Abrams Art Center, that's on the Lower East Side, and um you can learn more about the chorus at singsolidarity.org. Thanks so much for being here with us. Um so, uh to end the show, uh it's our New Year's Eve uh special here on Revolutions Per Minute. Um I'm going to read the last lines of a socialist poem um, by our comrade Bertolt Brecht. (laughs) Brecht. You got it, right? Uh, The poem is called Two Posterity." so I think the connection to this time at the end of the year um, is evident. This is the third of three sections. You, who shall emerge from the flood in which we are sinking, think, when you speak of our weaknesses also of the dark time that brought them forth. For we went, changing our country more often than our shoes, in the class war despairing when there was only injustice and no resistance. For we knew only too well even the hatred of squalor makes the brow grow stern, even anger against injustice makes the voice grow harsh. Alas, we who wished to lay the foundations of kindness could not ourselves be kind. But you, when at last it comes to pass that man can help his fellow man, do not judge us too harshly. Okay, here we go Um, into... 2020. Thank you for listening to Revolutions Per Minute on listener sponsor WBAI. You can check us out at, on Twitter at NYCRPM, streaming on your favorite podcast app, and on our website, revolutionsperminute.simplecast.com. Whatever happens in 2020, we'll be here to bring you live news, analysis, and commentary straight from the heart of New York City DSA. Now from all of us,
11: Happy New New Year!